0: Mel Kettle, and you're listening to This Connected Life, the show where connected leaders share their experience, values, and strategies that have helped them become more connectable so they achieve success in life and business. Hi, everyone, it's Mel. Welcome back to This Connected Life. I'm your host Mel Kettle and this week it's episode 22. I cannot believe I'm up to episode 22 already. It's Monday night, it's peak flight time and I live in the flight zone so we may hear an aeroplane flying over my house but hopefully we've timed it properly because one just left over about 20 seconds ago. If you're in Brisbane or Queensland or New South Wales, then please look after yourselves if you're in a bushfire zone. The fires are crazy at the moment. I was in the city earlier today speaking at the Local Government Association of Queensland Communicators Conference and um, the city was so hazy from smoke, so heed the warnings if this is you. If you need to leave, please leave. Lives cannot be replaced, stuff can. I know we've been hearing that a lot over the last few days. If you're not from New South Wales or Queensland, then please think of everyone who is undergoing you know, the risky times at the moment with the bushfires. Anyway, on to this episode. I'm talking today about a topic that is very close to my heart, and that is making sure we get enough sleep and enough rest. This is the first of a two-parter, so sleep and rest is a really big topic. Um, Today I'm going to talk about sleep, and in the next episode, that's just me, will be about rest. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss that episode if you're interested in this topic. It's particularly interesting to me this morning because I have been up since 4.30 and wide awake since about quarter to four. I'm not a morning person. Anyone who knows me and who was listening will no doubt be laughing. But I got up at 4.30. I was going to go for a walk, but it was really smoky and hazy. And the newsreader said, don't exercise outside if you don't have to. So I didn't. Not that I need much of an excuse. Um, I went to the conference, spoke at the conference, had a great time. Hello to everybody who's listening. And thank you to Tim for inviting me. What we need to be thinking about though is we need to be thinking about how do we look after ourselves? We, and there's four main ways that we can physically look after ourselves. We make sure we get the right food and we eat the right food. We need to make sure we have enough water. Um, we need to make sure we have enough exercise and that we move enough. And we need to make sure we get enough sleep and rest. And sleep is often the one of the four that's the most ignored. Um, rest and sleep is more than just how we sleep at night. Um, And I'll talk more about rest during the day later. I will just say I did have a nap this afternoon for 45 minutes on the couch and that was fantastic. Um, Again, up at 4.30, so needed one. What I think a lot of us don't realise is that a lack of sleep is really debilitating, not just to our physical health, but also our mental health. And in a lot of instances, poor sleep behaviour is a choice not getting enough sleep is like being in a permanent state of jet lag and those of us who travel know how horrible that can be. The Sleep Health Foundation estimates that 3,000 people die every year because of a lack of sleep. 4 out of 10 Australians don't get enough sleep. On average we get six and a half hours a night and 12% of us have five and a half hours or less and 20% of us have excessive daytime sleepiness. That was me today. Um, A study published in the medical journal Sleep found that six hours or less of sleeping could be just as bad as not sleeping at all. And, you know, the costs from not getting enough sleep are massive. It really impacts on workplace productivity, and it's estimated to cost the Australian economy more than $66 billion a year. If you work in an environment where you need to be alert because you're operating machinery or you're driving, then Lack of sleep can lead directly to work related accidents and fatalities. If you work in the medical industry and you're responsible for making, you know, for distributing and prescribing medication, then lack of sleep can again lead to errors that can cause illness or death. Uh, and I know that none of us want to be responsible for that. So I'm just going to share a few tips on how we can get a bit more sleep at night um, and what we need to do. And I've just thrown my notes on the floor, so hang on. Um, As well as that, you know, uh, before I get into sharing some of those tips, a continued lack of sleep can also result in a whole heap of diseases like heart disease, obesity, depression, and all of those impact on the workplace as well as our personal lives. What is it that causes our lack of sleep? Well, for a lot of us, it's our inability to manage the time that we spend with our technology. You know, Netflix is a massive problem and streaming services like Amazon Prime and, um, and Stan in Australia and Hulu in the, U- in the US. But it's not actually the technology's fault. It's our fault for not setting stricter guidelines around when we turn off and it's the same with using our phone in bed you know how often have we or have you or have I gone to bed and just said oh five minutes more on Twitter and then it's an hour later and it's way past the time I like to go to bed you know a few things you can do we moved our Apple TV to our downstairs TV and it's really rare that I would go down and watch more than an hour because it's so uncomfortable down there Although season three of The Crown drops on Friday or on Sunday, I think, and I will definitely be binging on that because I love that show, but not at night. We've also got a no TV in the bedroom policy, which, you know, as I think I've mentioned before, for me also means no Netflix, no Netflix on my iPad. I try not to have um, my phone in the bedroom either because I know that when it's not in the bedroom, I go to bed earlier, turn off the light. At the time that I intend to, because I'm not mindlessly scrolling and being sucked into it. For those of you um, who know me, know that I have written a menopause blog called Just as Juicy, and that's because I've been going through perimenopause. Lucky me, and a symptom of that is sleeplessness, um, and I lost count of how many nights I've been wide awake at three o'clock in the morning because of perimenopause. So. You know, if this is you, then maybe think about going to bed a little bit earlier and see if that makes a difference for you. You know, I know when I was in my teens and my 20s, I could easily survive on five or six hours of sleep a night. But now that I'm closer to 50 than 40, uh, as my husband likes to say, um, I really notice that I need a lot more sleep. And if I don't get eight hours of sleep a night, at least five nights a week, I'm really not very useful to anybody until I've caught up. And sleep experts say that you never actually can catch up on lost sleep. So try not to lose it in the first place. Now, um, the other thing I just want to say is if you're exhausted all the time and you are getting enough sleep, then please go and see your doctor because you could have a serious sleep disorder such as sleep apnea. So get yourself checked out. Um, Don't take what I say as medical advice because that's not how it's intended. It's just intended as some guidelines and some suggestions. But if you are worried, then go to a doctor. Now, a lot of people have a morning routine. Um, I'm also a big advocate for a nighttime routine. And a nighttime routine for me, and for a lot of other people, starts a few hours before you want to turn your light off, and it helps you get ready for bed. Um, a lot of people who have kids will have a bedtime routine for their children, where you start winding down a couple of hours before you turn the lights off. Do the same thing for yourself. You know, a few things that I've started doing is going to bed earlier. So, for me, I try to have the light off by 10, 10.30 at the latest. I try to be in bed by 9.30 so I can read a real book for half an hour because that's something that I love to do. So set consistent times for going to bed and consistent times for getting up so that your body's circadian rhythms can be more consistent. I know for me, if I have coffee after about 11 o'clock in the morning... I'm awake half the night so you know be conscious of what ha- caffeine does to you and your sleep patterns and be conscious of what alcohol does as well a lot of people think alcohol makes you sleep better and yeah maybe it might help you get to sleep but it doesn't mean you'll stay asleep because it's actually not that great for helping people sleep also think about how can you reduce blue light exposure from screens in the evening there's apps and I think now there's um uh particular settings on your phone and I'll put notes in the show notes on how you can block the blue light coming out of your smartphone or your tablet and I'm pretty sure the latest version of of iOS on Apple products have this now built in. Turn the TV off an hour or two before you're going to bed and you know read a book or do some craft or have a conversation with your partner or play cards or you know do something that doesn't require technology If you continually struggle to sleep, then think about having a warm bath or a warm shower. Make sure your mattress and your pillow is comfortable. I travel a lot, and the number one reason I don't sleep well when I'm in a strange hotel is because the mattress is phenomenally uncomfortable in a lot of places, or the pillow's not right, or there's too much light in the bedroom, or there's strange noises that freak me out. Um, So, you know, think about all of those things when you're at home. And also make sure that you've got adequate ventilation and that your room is a comfortable temperature. Um, And then finally, often I've woken up in the middle of the night thinking, oh my God, I have to do this tomorrow or I haven't done this. And particularly if I've got an event that I'm speaking at or a workshop that I'm running, I often will lie awake at night and go, oh my God, oh my God, what have I forgotten? I must take this with me. One way that I've reduced that Wake up in the middle of the night with a last-minute panic is to be completely organised the night before. So pack your bag, make your lunches that need to be made for school or work. I put my exercise gear out so I can go for a walk in the morning. When I was a kid, I used to get up from um, in the mornings at 6:30, and I had to leave for school at 6:55. So 25 minutes was not a lot of time to, you know, get up, have a shower, have breakfast, and get dressed. So my mother used to set the breakfast table the night before and put out the cereal, the bread, the toaster, the Vegemite, the jam, the butter, um, you know, the tea and the coffee for my father. And so all we had to get in the morning was the milk. And breakfast was quick and easy. And, you know, that shaved a few minutes off every morning. And that was quite impressive, you know, and important when you don't have much time. And then finally, if you sleep with somebody who snores, like i Occasionally, do um, try to encourage that person to snore less. Some of the symptoms of snoring, you know, I know with with my husband with Sean he snores and I know I snore as well if we're overtired if we've had too much alcohol if we're sleeping in a certain position like if he's on his back he snores um, so you know try to encourage them to roll over in a gentle way but if they snore all the time then that's a symptom of sleep apnea as well so if you're worried get a sleep test talk to your doctor find out what some of the potential causes might be so, how do we feel about sleep? I know I'm going to try and get to bed early tonight to, ke- to catch up or to you know, make sure I get a few more hours sleep than I had last night because I don't really wish to wake up at 4.30 again in the morning. As I mentioned before, getting enough rest isn't only about sleep. We need to make sure that we're giving our brains time to rest during the day and I'm going to talk about that in the next solo episode in two weeks. So in the meantime, I would love to know what your nighttime routine looks like. If you have one, if you don't have one, why don't you try and experiment for 30 days and see what you can implement, even if it's just two or three things like turning off technology, maybe an hour, hour and a half before you go to bed, maybe stop drinking caffeine after lunch. Maybe have a bit less alcohol at night if you drink alcohol. And yeah, let me know. I'd love to know. So you can connect with me on LinkedIn or on Twitter or on Instagram. Use the hashtag #ThisConnectedLife. You can tag me at Mel Kettle. You can also email me mel at Melkettle.com. If you like any information on how you can become more connectable as a leader or how you can instigate and instill some of these practices that I've talked about over the podcast episodes in your workplace, please get in touch. I'd love to come and have a chat about the possibility of doing some training or some coaching or some mentoring with you or your team on becoming connectable leaders. And finally, next week, my guest is the beautiful Lisa O'Neill. She is feisty, funny, fabulous, fun, and just one of my favorite people we had a lot of laughs when we recorded this episode a week or two ago so if you don't want to miss that then subscribe to the podcast and you'll get reminded of all the future episodes when they pop into your podcast app thank you for listening have an excellent night day wherever you are and i'll catch you on the next podcast thank you bye Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please hit subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you really liked what you heard, please leave me a review on iTunes or a recommendation on LinkedIn or both. The show notes are all on the website, melkettle.com forward slash podcast. And I'd love you to connect with me on LinkedIn or Twitter. You'll find me at Melkettle. See you next time and stay connected. Bye.